I'm Michael. And I'm Tessa. And this is Civically Speaking. Hello, everyone. Uh, we have made it to episode 27. 27. We're not quite as old as Caroline. <laughs> On the outside. <laughs> On the outside. It's been a bad day for Car- you guys. Caroline, <laughs> Caroline has thrown her back out just this Doing morning. This most, S- like I sat down, down and was like, well, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> sitting oh, no. down. I, I threw it. mine out once with a sneeze. Oh, yeah. And tying my shoe. Ooh. I mean, tying your shoe. Tying your shoe is hard. That's a lot. It's a lot. It is. But I went to to bend down and I was like, well, no. (laughs) Cool. Well, great. We hope hope you feel better soon because that sucks. Back pain is the worst. Julia told me I need to to get it sorted out because she needs me to. She's not wrong about that. And I said, I will, I will get it sorted out. Don't She's worry. She's not wrong about that. We got a busy, busy weekend coming up. So mm-hmm. It's a little busy if you didn't know. I know. But before we no get there, that. we got to jump backwards. Was, oh, yeah. Because yeah. we haven't talked since. We haven't talked since Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Everybody have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, that feels like it was like a month does, ago, really forever wasn't. ago. Like, wait, yeah. it was, that was like less, last week. Like, it no, was literally week. last week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Last week. It was good. I made yeah. a pumpkin spice cheesecake. Stop. Is that what you were eating? I had that for breakfast today. That's perfect. You can eat pie for breakfast. It's always a good thing. Black Friday. I always call it Black Pie Day because you should eat leftover pie at least once. And That's a good idea. I don't have any black pie that. to eat on a black pie day. Well, That's terrible for me. You should have told me because I have lots of leftover pie. Uh, we used to go to the, uh, a whole bunch of friends and I used to go every year on Black Friday in the like you know early evening. We would go to the Cheesecake Factory where I have never sat down and eaten a meal. But I have had their cheesecake many, many times because you can go in and get it for carryout. So we would oh, yeah. go, go get carryout cheesecake and then take it over to Starbucks and we would all sit around in that Starbucks and eat nice. cheesecake and drink coffee. Oh. It was a good time. A little thing for listeners. I don't know if anybody's had the Costco pumpkin pie. Oh, my God. No, I have not. Is it and good? it's no. like a dollar or two cheaper than Sam's. Ooh. And it oh. is like the perfect like pumpkin to like crust ratio. Ooh. Yes. Oh, okay. Like it's the It really it's is. So and you can get those big ones. Mm. Like not just oh, the yeah. small not ones. Not the little the ones. You get <laughs> the big the pie ones. that you can fall into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, yeah. not the worst thing I've heard. <laughs> Costco <laughs> has a lot of things that are delicious. Yeah. Ch- their chicken mm. salad's really good, too. Mm-hmm. And Fridays, do they still do the, like, the free sample? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that yeah. used to be yeah. lunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Go there yeah, on yeah, Friday yeah. and eat I all I think they samples. stopped doing it for a while during the early COVID, but they're back now. The last oh, couple oh, yeah. of times I've been into Costco, they've had it. Yeah. Well, Nobody you could have to stop ask the yourself samples. if it's worth it. There's that, too. Right. There's always that. Yeah. Mm. Sickness, free food. <laughs> it's a hard decision. It's really a toss-up. <laughs> Sometimes hard, it's really a toss-up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, anyway, now, fast forward. Scooby-Doo it uh, to the day after Thanksgiving, which is just a week ago. We opened the Charlie Brown Christmas 
We, we did. did. A it's Charlie so Brown cute. Christmas. Sorry, yes. let me get it right. A Charlie Brown Christmas. I was looking at all the photos today. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It is yeah. so it's cute. So cute. Yeah. I love that they the use the backdrop. From yeah, so we put it on the elf set, and we have like these big set props, like Snoopy's doghouse and the mm-hmm. psychiatrist booth. Yeah. And, all these fun things. The um, dirty snowman. The dirty from snowman Pen. from Pigpen. <laughs> that just cracks and me all up. That. So yeah, it's so that's been open now. We they've done uh, four performances already. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they'll do it's another. So cute. They'll do another three this coming weekend. So I need to mm-hmm. see it. Yeah, it's a cute show. It you really yeah. enjoy it. You really enjoy it. It's and it it is literally the. 1965 animated television special come to life on stage. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they've added in songs. There's or... a, some carols at the end, right. but uh, but yeah. otherwise it's all the music from that special, all that yeah. Vince Guaraldi trio stuff, and they sing yeah. Christmas time is here, and okay, we get the the Christmas story when from Linus, and mm-hmm. you know, they sing all with that. Their heads it's so sweet. Yeah, it's really yes. Nice. yes. Oh my goodness. It's a sweet little. Yeah, they do. We try. <laughs> We try to pay homage where appropriate to yeah. those characters, and everybody's in the appropriate costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, my first show ever was Your Good Man Charlie Brown. I was oh. in, I think, seventh grade, maybe between sixth and seventh. It was like a summer theater near Cleveland, and I was Snoopy. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. great. And I was so mad Supper that time. I wasn't Charlie Brown. Well, because, sure. Oh. Right. <laughs> Until I realized I got to do all this fun stuff. But Evan's mm-hmm. playing Snoopy, right? Uh, Evan is playing Snoopy. Yeah, Evan it's Wallace. Yeah, so funny. I it's bet. good. It's so it's funny. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Great timing. But so that we've got one show open now. It's time for number two. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Elf and it's almost sold out. Musical. It is almost sold out. Oh yeah, my night. So, gosh. And the tickets. Mm-hmm. There's still tickets available, people. But you know, you need to get out there and get them. I know we're all anxious about our personal health and our family health mm-hmm. and. All the buying ahead and worrying yeah. if things get canceled and all that. But, man, these tickets are going fast. So if you mm-hmm. want good seats to see the show, you yeah. need to get out there and get them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because um, they'll, be, they'll be gone if you wait too much longer. It's mm-hmm. 100% true. Well, so, and people are masked up, like, in the audience. Correct. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, okay. that's, that's a good thing, you, Matt. Yeah. It's a good thing for us to lead into. So there, we still have all of the protocols that were put in place back at the beginning of the season with Color Purple. So mm-hmm. in order to get in to see any of the shows, whether it's Charlie Around Christmas or Elf the Musical, uh, you have to uh, show proof of vaccination yeah. or a negative COVID test as an alternative uh, within 30 days, three days, sorry, 30 days, three days, 72 hours of your <laughs> scheduled performance. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you have to be masked up. If you're three years old or older, you have to be masked up. Now, a little point of clarification here. We are so excited that the vaccination has been opened up to five to 11-year-olds, but five to 11-year-olds do not have to show proof of vaccination. Okay. Just... Oh, or or a, or a negative test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't we have not added them to that. So is there testing on site? There is not testing okay. on site. So That's you would to have know. to make sure that you do that. But it, any test, a, a home test, yeah. a PCR test, a, a clinic test, any of those are valid as long as there are seventy two hours before the scheduled time. So to reiterate, three years old and older, you have to wear a mask the entire time you're in yeah. the facility. 12 years old and up, you have to show proof of, a va- of being fully vaccinated yeah. or a negative test in order to get it. There's a lovely little security officer yeah. out there that checks everybody before you get your tickets scanned. Well, mm-hmm. which honestly, the masking thing, I thought we went and saw Wicked last Friday evening mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I wondered about the masking, if that would be annoying. It's not. It really isn't. No. Mm-hmm. No, I've seen and several honestly, shows. And honestly, it yep. felt like 
okay, this is sort of comforting. It is a little bit. And you know. we're also getting into that period of time. We're starting to have it around here. Matt, you had a cold. Yep. You're not the only one. Several yep. people in the cast of Elf have had colds and people on staff here have had colds. It, you know, we're getting back to spending time with each other. We're going to spread the common cold, yeah. not just, oh, yeah. you know, anything else. So some, you know, if we're all wearing a mask, though, that spread is going to be less than it, yep. than it would have mm-hmm. previously. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's nothing wrong ultimately with the mask. I know they're not everybody's cup of tea, or and, you know people aren't excited about it. But we're just trying to make everybody safe as possible yeah. here, and right. make sure that we get to stay open and do as many performances as we possibly can for as yeah. many people as we can. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also. Christmas has arrived <laughs> out in front. It's here. Uh, Chris Kindle marked has opened. It, oh uh, it had soft yeah. opening before Thanksgiving, but it's it opened open for now. real the day after Thanksgiving, and it has been crazy. And the weather's supposed to be fantastic this weekend, so yes. it's going to be all the busy, busy, be busy. Here. Although it certainly has been. If you're coming to see shows this weekend, just please bear in mind you need mm-hmm. to plan ahead and you need to be because here because it early. will take yeah. you. It'll take at you at least. 25 minutes to find a parking spot. Find a parking oh, space, yeah. Oh, yeah. get into the building, get get scan, get your, your your documentation checked and your ticket scanned and into your seat. Give yourself 25 to 35, 30 minutes. Um, also, I want to mention, and you will all get emails from us if you have tickets telling you about all these special things, mm-hmm. but there is another parking garage that's pretty close. Mm-hmm. It's the Veterans Way parking garage, which is actually on the other side of the Monon from us, but they have a lovely little decorated walkway that you can walk across and come right into the back end of the market and right in the front door of Civic Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, Look at that. You know, Very simple fancy. little walk. Now, <laughs> Saturday morning, if you have tickets for either of the performances of Charlie Brown Christmas, you need to know the Gluevine Gallop is happening. <laughs> the way you yes, say it's it. called the Gluevine <laughs> Gallop. So I hope what everyone gallops instead of runs. This is a five k. Oh, oh, it's a five k, and it starts oh, and ends yeah. right out here in front where yeah. we're doing a show. Yeah. At ten thirty. <laughs> At ten thirty, it will start. Nice. So uh, there's a little extra going on on Saturday morning. So if you have tickets for the ten o'clock performance of Charlie Brown Christmas or the noon performance of Charlie Brown Christmas, just be aware there's going to be some weird traffic things around here. Give yourself extra time. I'd say maybe forty-five minutes instead of thirty minutes. There's a noon performance. And There's a time, noon performance. What time is the Elf one? Is two. It two. Yeah, so we have four Holy shows on four Saturday. Four shows on Saturday. Wow. 10, 12, 2, 7. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> Three Saturdays in a row. Oh, my gosh. So how long is Charlie Brown Christmas? It's about 35 minutes. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's, it's a short oh, show. Yeah, it's like literally I said, it's the literally the Christmas like... special plus some carols. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a, it's, a, it's a great for... The little, little ones, little, the the little, ones. little ones yes. who might yes. not have the attention span for Elf at two hours and twenty five minutes. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's probably going to be a really good choice for you. All to I'm thinking about is how few lines they had to learn. Well, Lucky. that's true. Although some of them had a, quite a few. A few, you know, Lucy, Lucy talks a lot. Charlie Lucy Brown talks, talks a lot. lot. Yes, she should. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. yes, she does. But yes, yes, they did have a lot less lines than you did. To yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> And if you do bring the little littles, if it's their first time coming to the theater, we have these little certificates that you can pick up now by our little Mm -hmm. photo op with Buddy and Snoopy. You can get a certificate saying, I had my first theater experience at Civic Theater. And you can fill it out with the show and the date and take a picture and be cute. Yes, they're real cute. So do that too if you bring a little one. Mm Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, that brings us to today's topic. Yes, we're continuing the holiday series because yes, we, we are. Can't stop holidaying. Because holidaying. All of holidaying starts. <laughs> it doesn't stop. I've noticed. I feel like Christmas should have already passed, and it is December first. Yes. Happy yeah. December, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Happy that's December. Ridiculous. Is today the first. It today is. Yeah. The first. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Well, I guess when this comes out, it's the second. But whatever. Oh yes. I'm sorry. Happy December 2nd, everyone. It's December 2nd. Everyone's shocked that they're not listening to it on the day we recorded it. What? Oh my gosh. We're not that good. We don't have time for that. No. Anyways, to continue the holiday series, we have Buddy the Elf here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hey, Matt. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Y'all rested? No. 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 I am not. No. See, it's... This is Wednesday in reality. It actually is December 1st while we're recording this. So mm-hmm. Matt only has to do Elf another 19, 20 times. 20 I was going to say 20 times. Oh my only gosh. 20 times. Oh. Only God. 20 times. Yeah. I'm looking forward oh to it, to be honest. But uh, it was like I was saying before we started, like, uh, Buddy is 30 and I am not 30. <laughs> but I have to act like I'm 30. <laughs> And so that's what I do. But oh my gosh, when the show is over, my body is just beat. So it's nice to go home and rest up for the next day. Having watched you do it pretty much every time you've done it, it still boggles my mind how that much dude. energy Seriously. you put into it. Yeah. He has a, well, there's no other way to do it, really. He has relentless energy. And so that's what I try to bring to the part, which is honestly, it's a blast. I love it. Well, I'm glad to have you back after having the successful run in 2019. You might also have seen Matt in some other shows at Civic. Yep. He was in a, one of our streaming shows last year. Oh, yeah. Holiday Lights. Holiday, Holiday Lights. Lights. Yeah. Lights. Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, and uh, was Anything Goes your first show? Here? Anything Goes. Yep. It's my first show so here. Anything Goes, which was the fall of 2019. Right before he no. did Buddy the first, twenty eighteen. Sorry, 2018. right before he did, yep. he right before he did Buddy the first time. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, you're that, not sick. That of was us. a wonderful <laughs> entrance into Civic. I just didn't know that much about it, and I certainly did not know the level of which everything was executed at, which was just. It still remains one of my favorite things is working with everyone well, thank around. You. We here. work. Mm-hmm. We work hard at being as as thorough and professional as we can oh, with yeah. everything. And yeah. uh, I think it's what our audience expects of us. Certainly has grown yeah. to expect from us. So, yeah. so the self-fulfilling prophecy, the harder you work at being good, the more people expect you to be that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice too, because, you know, when you're a part of something like this, you know that you have one job to do. Right. You know, acting and seeing, you don't have We're to We're not manage asking you to else. build the costumes no. or the sets no. or any of those Well, things. and you don't want to see in my costumes. <laughs> if I was making them, it would not be good. Be visiting Michaels and sewing things with yarn. It wouldn't be good. Just get the elf onesie. You know, yours could be really easy. Just buy the yeah. (laughs) Or just like get a giant neon green T-shirt and just belt it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's a whole costume. I mean, it could be a version of a costume. It could. I'll pass my ideas along to you, Adrian. You do that. You let her know. I'm sure she'll take. She'll be thrilled. Take them under advisement, as we say. Oh yeah, always. Uh, well, anyways, Matt is not only a performer, but he's a published author. So why don't you tell us about that? Well, 
I mean, I started writing at about 25 years old, really just got interested in it and did it mostly because I loved it. And it was a way to figure out uh, how I felt about life. I, it honestly, was a journaling thing because I struggled in the moment to know what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. So writing was always a way to almost like meditation and taking time out to like think through Sometimes I felt like I didn't know what I was feeling until I wrote it down, which turned into uh, a book in 2016. I released um, Finding God in the Ruins. Uh, did really well, and I just really loved the whole experience. Uh, and so wrote another book uh, last year and released it just August 1st, a couple months ago. Leather and Lace, A Gay Man Lost Love and a road trip with his dead sister. My sister passed in 2016, and so I knew I would write about that in some form at some point, but I didn't want to do it too soon, and so I'm, I'm super proud of this book, though. It's a, I'm a happy-go-lucky, fun-loving person, you know, but something happens when I write where I go into those deeper layers, you know, of my mm -hmm. own thoughts and reflections, yep. and so this is a road trip book, it's true to that, and God, it was just such a, a great thing to release, and uh, so I'm still, yeah, at the beginning of that whole process, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's been an awesome thing. Love doing it, and would love to write a show at some point, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, for now, I'm just concentrating on books. So I know you've had you know, you know, a lengthy career as a, a youth pastor. Worship leader. Worship leader, sorry, yeah. worship yeah. leader. Um, but you've recently left that work yeah. um, to focus on writing. But tell us yep. a little bit about your, your career to this point in life. Oh, God. I started leading worship right after I my first marriage began in 1994. And I did it for 27 years, wow. you know, uh, full time. And most recently ended at St. Luke's uh, back in May is when I left. And... Um, I really loved that career because it, it helped me to be able to do music and do what I loved and, you know, on a minister's wage, which is, sure. you know, not a great retirement plan. I <laughs> no. don't um, like theater. No. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like at some point I need to figure this out. Maybe the next decade. We'll see. But yeah, I did that for a long time. But there was a lot of flexibility in the job, which I loved. And also uh, the opportunity for me, I'm sort of a jack of all trades in some ways. And so I got to do video production and editing and what we're doing right here right now with podcasting and writing and all kinds of things. It was just, uh, it was an awesome thing. But I knew at some point I wanted to be finished with that. And so back in May felt like the right time I was... Uh, Engaged and getting married, which just happened this past August 13th. Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. It was Friday the 13th Ooh. because oh. the, the venue that we had selected had two dates available. Oh. Friday the 13th and September 11th. Nobody wanted those, did they? No. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I, I honestly, I wasn't even sure which one to pick. And then Chris yeah. was like... Um, I it's would, always yeah. going to be September 11th. That's true. And that I was like, it's not okay. always going to be Friday. So, so, so your your wedding Friday. anniversary will only yeah. occasionally be yeah. on a Friday. So we, we had fun <laughs> with it. Like actually the little party favor to take away was like a, off of Amazon, I ordered these Jason mask keychains with like oh, a, a knife, like in a hockey mask, you know, with I blood on that. it. Yeah. We thought if we're going to do this, we sort of have to, sure. you know. 
pay tribute to you this. You might as well embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. this wonderful movie. Maybe one day it will be a musical. <gasps> Maybe that's oh the musical. Go. All right. That's the one. There you go. Hey. That's the one. Jason, oh the musical. So, yeah, so new career, life coaching and uh, still writing and doing some social media influencing. All that stuff is sort of a, my little project that I'm getting off the ground. And you live in Cincinnati now. I even do. though you're here in Carmel doing Elf. Yeah, I was in Indy from 2006 all the way to 2021. So this is where I've been for forever. And I did not realize whenever I would get out of town, like just like, hey, let's get out of town. I'd go to Louisville, mostly, maybe mm-hmm. Nashville. Yeah. I didn't know that Cincinnati was the city that it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. the city that it is, it's super close. It's a Euro, oh, yeah. Euro-ethnic background. Food is fantastic. Fantastic. Great yeah. entertainment. entertainment. Mm-hmm. And live right right in the downtown area. And it's just, I love that city. And the, the landscape, the rivers, the bridges. The queen city. All it's of it. Great. Mm-hmm. It really oh, is yes. great. So I'm enjoying my time there very much. Uh, we, uh, we actually have our Broadway series season tickets are in Cincinnati because they get better show yeah. selections. We walk there. Also, Oh, that's nice. We also, I also just, I lived in Cincinnati for two years, so I love going down there. Yeah. It's close. And it's close. Yeah. Really close to Indy. Yeah. Hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. It takes me to get there from here. Not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're back playing Buddy the Elf. Yes, I am. How's Buddy treating you this time around? <laughs> oh, he's just the best. I just love him <laughs> so much. I feel like I keep saying I'm 30% Buddy, but I think I might be about 50% Buddy. Uh, I'm sounds not more sure. reasonable. <laughs> I know. So last night, my husband Chris got to, to see it, and he was like, oh, I kept forgetting that you were my husband and just like you know, fell into the character. But then every once in a while, I'd be like, ooh, I saw that move at breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what is funny, Michael? I last, or, or in 2019, I was thinking about where all of the little buddyisms came from because, I mean, it's a lot to him to be as expressive as he is or whatever. And I am one of those people that... I love TV, old movies, and if something impacts me, makes me laugh or cry or whatever, it finds a place in my head and I never forget it. I remember what they looked like, how they moved or whatever. So I did this thing where I wrote down all of these places where where I was using these things. It's like a composite of like... 75 different moments in wow. these different movies. It's just nuts. I mean, all the way from stuff from Will and Grace, Jack or Karen, to <laughs> yes. Lynn Holly Johnson in Ice Castles. Oh, sure. Which is the, this oh, yes. is my dad. There's a <laughs> no, point at the end where she that? says, this is for my mom. Oh, like, wow. it's that. I know. It's That's crazy. And I was crazy. like, huh, I'm a thief. <laughs> I've stolen all of this. I think the best form of flattery is imitation. Yes, it's true. Right. It's true. Even my daughter, the smile of why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. That is my daughter's smile from when she was eight when she would get in trouble and go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, oh my God. So it's just been so funny to pr- reprise this role. And uh, I- I'm so grateful for the opportunity. I wasn't sure if it would work out with me being in Cincinnati. And I am so glad it worked out for me to be able to do it. We are, too. We are, too. Thanks. Do you have a favorite moment in the show? 
Oh, I have so many favorite moments. I really love uh, World's Greatest Dad just because he's so optimistic and hopeful. And even though that sort of falls apart a little bit when he arrives with the relationship with his dad, you know it's coming and going to develop. You know, but I love my scenes with Jovi because I just, there's something about her as an actor that she's so believable, you know, and her sarcasm doesn't feel over the top, Mm -mm. you know. And then last night, out of the blue, I've never almost laughed on stage ever (laughs) until Kelsey. Oh, Lord. did that oh, yeah, thing where yeah, she's yeah. out of breath? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like Melissa McCarthy. She's like, you mean like it with the tail and like a mean? And I literally almost came unglued. I she is so funny. So there's so many parts. The heartwarming parts. I love the speech at the end that you finally just see that there's more to him. You know, I love that moment. It makes me teary eyed. But it's it's everything. I mean, just. I just love this entire show start to finish. And I think it's impossible unless you are just dead inside (laughs) to leave this show and not be moved or excited or happy or in the Christmas spirit. I would absolutely agree. Yeah. Oh, totally. It is is definitely one of those. And and I mean, it's what we always strive for with a holiday show of any kind. You want to positively impact somebody's holiday, which can be tough for yeah. people. So Well, there's so much going on. And I do feel like friends that were like, I don't know, we have so much going on. I'm like, listen, this three hours or whatever it's going to be from start to finish is so worth it because I think it will remind you uh, in a really silly uh, but poignant way of what the holidays can be with family, yeah. friends, and just letting yourself feel young again and... It's it's great. Yeah. How is it rec- recreating a character you did you've done once before, especially just you know a couple years later? It's one time to you know be on a tour or whatnot. Yeah. But to have a break, was it easy to get back into it? Was it more difficult? Was it just different? No, how- it was it was much easier. Um, the first time it took me about half of the rehearsal time to sort of find my way because you you can't be Will Ferrell on stage correct you right. know uh, I and that the funny thing is I've drawn very little from who he was even though it's one of my favorite Christmas movies because it doesn't translate in theater it does. everything yeah. has to be bigger correct. and sort of yeah. the magic of him is doing these really small you know uh, things so this time around, you know, I had so inhabited that character before that it was it was really easy to to get back in, and the lines came back quickly, and so it's been a, a ton of work, uh, but at the same time, just the difference for me is that now I know the role so well that on stage I, I'm not even thinking of lines. I'm able to just really sort of settle into this character in a new way. I don't know if that's coming out, but I feel it, you know, that it's, that it's just a different experience. Uh, I think I'm saying something that's true here is that this is probably the first time you've been on stage aside from the virtual thing that we did last year since 2019 yeah did you miss it 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've really, I, I was, before I did Anything Goes in 2018, I had been off, uh, I had done worship leading. So there's a form of that, but not musical theater, which is, when I was in early college, it's what I had planned to do for a living. I, like, I wanted to do that as a career. And things took me a different direction, and that's okay, but I had not been on stage in 25 years in this capacity. So it's sort of, you know ignited something within me where I, I just really enjoy the whole process of it. And I think part of what I love is that I've always worked with professionals that performed at high levels of excellence or demanded, not that it be perfect, but that you really work to the height of your talent and gifting. And that's what I love about Civic is there is that expectation. Nobody's holding your hand through this. They're putting the notes on Facebook for you to look through and expecting that you will do that. And my experience here has been that people take that very seriously. And so I love that part of it. You know? They do. They do. And we're proud that that's the that that's the way people approach yeah. things. Yeah. Well, you don't want to put in so much time, right? Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. have it just sort of be half-assed, half-bootied. You can say ass. Oh, I can. You can say ass. That's fine. There's really nothing you can't say. Right. Okay. Um, Well, Matt, thank you for joining us. I I just want to take a moment and say something. I I know I've said to you before, but it can never be said too much. Thank you for your performance and thank you Mm -hmm. for your honesty in your performance because that's the magic. Oh, thank you. That is the magic right there. It is. You believe it, and so the audience believes it, and they invest, and it's magical. You know what I love about that is that you go through enough in life, I'm 51, and you've had those ups and downs and the experiences of moving and changing as a person, which I've had so much of in the last several years, that in some of those more meaningful moments, even though he's such a quirky, fun-loving, ADHD boy, man, uh, (laughs) that in those just really short moments, you get to draw from that experience to hopefully make it feel real Mm. you know to people that know how that feels to have a dad that just doesn't accept you and how you just want it so bad you know that that's not what the show is about but in those moments you sort of get to turn it a little bit and sort of remind people oh that's right life is shitty and hard sometimes but there's so much more magic around the holidays that we can tune into if we allow ourselves to go there oh yeah couldn't say that any better mm-hmm. amazing before you go we have the fast five. Ooh, what's oh, the yes. fast five oh, yes. that you are not privy to ahead of time oh are these questions for yeah, me uh-huh. questions oh for yes me. oh my god yes. so fast five oh, yeah. means be short and sweet Alrighty. so your first question is What's your favorite show? Les Mis. Les Mis. Oh, okay. It's the first show I saw okay. in live theater and still mm-hmm. to this day. It's my favorite. That's saw Wicked, one. thought it might replace it, but... And I loved Wicked. Mm-hmm. It's really close, but Les Mis Wicked's for so sure. All righty. On the other side, what is your least favorite show? I just saw it. <laughs> you know. I know which one you oh, need to say. It was Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard great things about A few about podcasts that. back. <laughs> about four podcasts back. Michael and I... I, um, I, gave, I, gave, I gave a... I was... I gave, I was, a, I gave a relatively scathing review. Yeah, we were not. And then said, well, 
Civic's still going to do it at some point. I mean, like I said, it got a pan what? from the New York Times that still ran for a year. So what? title means something. A, I literally left that show, show, got in the car, and thought, I guarantee you there is a review out there that says big mistake, huge. <laughs> right? And there I were like so. 35 of huge, them. Of course. Of course. Oh, you know. Gosh. But I mean, it's the dancing was amazing. And the you cast sent me was a voicemail with the same night telling me how you thought it was terrible. I know. <laughs> but but the, it's the book and it's the music. And I'm a huge Brian Adams fan from the 80s. I grew sure. up in the 80s. Sure. But he needed somebody to help. Yeah. Yeah, manage that whole pop also, music. There was so crossover. many ballads, yeah. so many, ballads. and the rhyming. When you know the end of one phrase, you know exactly what the word's going to be for the next one. Yeah. There was one point, you guys, where I'm sitting in the seat and I feel myself being jostled, wondering what's going on, and I look over and Chris is laid back and he is rolling, like at just how corny. Oh, it was. No. But yeah, if you're listening exactly. and you were in that show, <laughs> we love you. Yeah. <laughs> you're in that show. You got a good paycheck. You do. Right? We do. We love yeah. you. And it's we not totally the understand. Performers. The per- there were no. lots of they're lovely their, performers on stage. Oh, great voices. And, yeah. But, but it's hard to recreate. Itself. Julia Roberts. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Is that's that's the show where the actress playing that part like really it's written that she has no other choice but to be no they've structured it that way which is a mistake you have no other choice yeah Yeah, it's a writing mistake yeah a lot a lot of those little nuances in the lines and the things that made it funny with uh the hotel manager they just lost some of that stuff they did well i i when we were discussing it i used elf as as sort of the marquee example of something based on a movie they've managed to put in these very satisfying moments probably yep. 10 of them from the movie yeah. that you're going to get when you come see it but beyond that it doesn't have really anything to do yeah. with the movie yeah. it doesn't. which is why it works but the music <laughs> is yeah. so gorgeous it is. in this it is beautiful. i mean it's yes. it's it quintessential christmas yeah the feels all of them are there and yeah. it's just really well written Chabby Galen and Peter Sklar did such a good job. No, it doesn't. It's not a bunch of Brian Adams songs. And I'm sorry, Brian Adams love him. Really do. do But but it did not work. Musical theater isn't for everybody. um, I thought it would have been better as a straight play. Like they had just tried to, they just took the music out altogether. I think it would have been better. All right. Well, so we, well, we got that done. Okay. Successfully trash. So next question. What role would you love to play, but at this point in your life, you're completely inappropriate for? Oh, my God. You can edit out the thinking? Yep. Yes. You think all you <laughs> oh, well, there's one that I played before a long time. Is it, can it be that? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. One of my favorite roles that I ever played was Huck Finn in Big River. Yeah, you I probably, can't could, play you probably that couldn't do that now. No, couldn't get away with it. But that was <laughs> a fun role That's to play. That's a great show. Yeah. Love that Roger Miller, Miller score. It's yeah. beautiful music. And maybe also. one of the guys in Rent, which I've aged out of too, just because I really love the belty rock singing. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. it's sort of my wheelhouse, and, and I would love to do that just for the musical part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay, next question. What is your favorite sound? My favorite sound? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! <laughs> Probably talking to my daughter on the phone. 
I think that's And she's telling me all of her things about her boys and (laughs) work and just whatever. We just chit-chat, and I I love those phone calls. That's so sweet. Yeah. Adorable. Did I win brownie points? You did, 100%. Get your tickets now. (laughs) This is the moment. We've given somebody the feels, so get your tickets, civictheater.org. If you didn't work in an artistic business, what would you do? Is there another career you wished you had or thought you might have? No, well, musical theater, but that's artistic. Yeah. But no, I have never been in the business world, but uh, my husband, Chris, is a business guy, and he's kind of, he's a really creative person Mm -hmm. and a people person. And I I watch him lead this marketing agency in such a way that I'm thinking I don't have the brain power for that or the understanding of it at all. But it's neat to watch somebody execute something at such a high level and still be so highly relational. That and it's marketing, so it's somewhat creative. But man, I would love to do something like that as a part of a team that is doing something that's still creative. You know, but the business mm-hmm. part of it, mm-hmm. I don't get how they do that. It's just sort of a cool thing that I've never really seen firsthand before. So I love to listen to him have his little business meetings over the phone where I'm like, I don't know what any of those words mean, but I'm sure they mean something. <laughs> but they seem yeah. important. Shit yes. is getting done. Yes. <laughs> that it is. All right. There's a bonus question. Oh, goody. Mm-hmm. Bonus question. Uh-huh. What's your favorite curse word? <laughs> Can I say you can say whatever you want to say. The one that comes out too often is a word that Buddy would never use. Yes, that's true. He says cottonhead and ninny muggins. Yes. And I say fucking ninny muggins. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my God. You need uh, that on a coffee. My already. mother like needs to never hear this. Well. Oh, I apologize to my mother on my episode before I cursed because <laughs> she had never heard me curse before. And she still hasn't talked to me about it. Like, I listened to your episode, Tessa. You oh, cursed. God. And did you come from a religious background? As did oh, I. three generations of oh, AU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and I'm like, a pastor, so you know. Oh yeah. But yeah. this book, when this book, Leather and Less, came out, there's language in it, and I, mm-hmm. there couldn't be in my first one because my publisher was spiritual, and they were like, "Nope, we're taking all that out." But sure. in this one, there's plenty of language, and I just <laughs> kept telling my mother. You do not have to read this book. You won't hurt my feelings. She was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, I've got it on pre-order. I'm getting it. And I was like, God, please like don't read pay. this damn book. Yeah. But she did, and she survived. She survived. She survived. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, people really don't break that easily. Right. I know. I forget <laughs> she's had a whole life, and yeah. <laughs> she's been fine. But it's just something about your mother knowing that you're, you're reading those things. Sure. Oh, I, I did a show uh, in my younger years where I was uh, naked on stage for, you know, 30, 40 minutes of uh, the show. Photos, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and I told Talk about yeah. interesting show photos. Yeah. Yeah. What show was oh, this? Love, Valor, Compassion. Okay. So, you were nude on stage? Mm-hmm. Yes, Full sir. frontal. Full frontal. Shut up! Danced around <laughs> naked. Oh, God. I would not be in that show. Um, you was know, that the same one that, with the picture of you in the tutu? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's a very long piece of theater. Wait, does that picture exist? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll show you I've that seen one. the one in the tutu. Yeah, yeah I'll find it. He's I'll got very poised... Okay. Yeah. He's got very the, the, the whole The conceit is that this group of 
gay men are vacationing at, a, at one of their friends' houses. A nudist? And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. And But anyway, they're also rehearsing for this benefit performance where they're, play, they're doing Swan Lake. So we, we had the <laughs> tutus the and yeah. flowers. And did Marnie see this performance? Oh, yeah. This was she after did. we were together, yeah. Oh, now that's impressive because she kept you around. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. Oh, there were some there were some things. You know, it's one of those things like I, I've often said, look, the, when the day came for us to take our clothes off, I was surprisingly okay with it. Like oh, it didn't God. bother me yeah. at all because mm. it's all in the context of a character. Like it wasn't like that really is it. Yeah, but then people, that, but then work, people feel like you. they can make comments, you know, or engage you. Like with the the joke is for the next five or six years, anytime I went into a restaurant, a department store, like, anyone where hey. I might have encountered encountered particularly a gay man who's seen this show, yeah, they one of two reactions: either they couldn't meet, couldn't look you in the eye, or even hardly speak to you, or there was this sense overly of ownership. Familiar. They were overly yeah. familiar. We own with you. your wiener. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right. And that We've was seen both it. Both were yep. weirdly uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I did tell my mom and dad, mm, you know, this just it isn't. This is not for you. Mom is like, I wiped your ass. Well, yeah, but she didn't. They didn't. It just it was just it was three and a half hours long, and God, that's a long. Not time. really. That's I think. Yeah. Were you I naked think it's for three and a half hours? No, I was uh, naked. For, I was one. naked for about a half an hour at one point. <laughs> it was for three hours. Yeah, I was naked for about a half an hour <laughs> oh for, at one point, uh, and then for a shorter period of time later on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I love. I love doing. I love. I love performing. It's not something I do because I do with these other things, and it doesn't yeah. really allow for it. So every once in a while, I get to perform. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, but that was a while ago. Although you did more performing last year than well, that's done in a long time. That was necessity. Oh yeah, and that holiday was necessity. Lights. Your cute little duet oh, with Marnie. Holiday so lights. So did ghost light. <laughs> So he wrote more shows I and did was in more shows than he had been I'm in I'm so a happy long this year to be producing shows that I didn't write. <laughs> <laughs> were you doing shows that you wrote? Yeah. All of those things last year were things I wrote. Everything oh in between, God. everything that w- was said, everything. That. Yep, that was all me. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not I mean I I'm a good writer in in a in a certain vein, but this yeah. That was new for me. This trying to you know put a sh- put something that that felt like a show together. Yeah, Ugh. you're wearing a lot of hats. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that anymore. No. Get vaccinated, people. I don't want to do that Please. anymore. Please. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Get your tickets for Charlie Brown Christmas and Elf. <laughs> you almost said CBX. No, I was almost almost ready to say CBX. So people, we we refer internally to Charlie Brown Christmas as CBX. Charlie Brown and X is. Christ Christmas. Christ Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah. CBX. So that's why I would refer to it. Um, I used to think that was really disrespectful as a kid because I didn't understand the whole Greek alphabet thing. Yeah. Like Doesn't thought, it Why does it say the... Xmas? That sounds terrible. Doesn't it represent the cross it or does. something? It does. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Well, and can we be inclusive for a minute? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like let's yeah. respect where everybody is. Oh, 100%. You know? I realized last night because I've gotten such in a habit of it. That he says, because there isn't enough Christmas spirit. Right. And did you notice that I said holiday spirit? I did. I did notice I did. you said that. Internally, I patted myself on the back. <laughs> I was like, look at Buddy. He's growing. He's growing. <laughs> if you want to get tickets for these shows, please go to civictheater.org or call the box office at 317-843-3800. 
Charlie Brown runs through December 18th. And uh, it does. There's three shows coming up this weekend at 10 and noon on Saturday and at 7 p.m. on Sunday. Elf opens on December 3rd and runs through Christmas Eve. Yes, friends, mm-hmm. if you really want to have a, a happy, happy Christmas, come see Elf on Christmas I Eve at noon. I think oh, it'll be I am. a great My way. Yeah. Sitting in the box. I'll be here. a great way oh, to yeah. start your, oh, yeah. your Christmas Eve, if you will. Mm-hmm. And... After the holidays, for a hot second, we can talk about not Christmas or whatever holiday. We're doing winter classes for Mm -hmm. our junior civic kiddos. We have two five-week sessions beginning in mid-January, and you can learn more about those at civictheater.org forward slash classes. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. (laughs) And if you didn't know, you're listening to the podcast, you're probably listening to it on your favorite platform. If you want your friends to listen, tell them to listen to it on their favorite platform because we're on all the platforms. We are. We're everywhere. All of the places. If you like what you hear, please go on the various platforms and leave us a good review for our show so that more people will find it and listen to us because we are fascinating people with fascinating guests. Thank you, Matt Bays, for joining us. Thank you for calling me fascinating. You are fascinating. (laughs) It's true. Before we go, I'm going to try not to cry while I do this. I have to recognize the passing of Mr. Steven Sondheim. Yeah. For those of you who are in the business that we are in, there is maybe no more influential figure Mm -hmm. of the last hundred years. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a champion of art and artists and everything that they represent. He wrote an entire show about it. He did. And uh, it's a quote that I always like to pull out whenever I go see a friend's new work or read their book or anything that they've created from Sunday in the Park with George. Look, I made a hat, but there never was a hat. Make a hat, people. And join us next week for Civically Speaking. Speaking.